Hello dear listeners and welcome to my third episode of My Portugal. I do apologize in advance for my crooked voice as I'm recovering still from a nasty cold. It's been two weeks now but um, it's getting its time to get rid of. Anyway, I thought for my third episode and since we're just about on top of Christmas, I thought we could talk about Christmas in Portugal. It's traditions across the country, uh, what we eat, sort of thing. So um, let's get to it then. Following tradition, Portuguese families gather on the 24th of December for dinner. And cod dishes are served at the table, although roast turkey and other meat dishes, which are usually enjoyed on the following days, are also beginning to be a part of the menus. For dessert, you cannot miss the bolorei, of course, filled with candied fruits and dried fruits, as well as other cakes typically of the season, such as broas castelar and traditional fried foods such as sonhos e rabanadas. At midnight, midnight mass is celebrated in the churches as well as at home. There is a special place for the nativity scene, the recreation of the stable where Jesus was born. Christmas gifts are exchanged after midnight or the next morning, depending on each family's habit. In my case, it used to be after dinner because I wouldn't be waiting for midnight. That was far too late. In times gone by, before Santa Claus was the one who cheered up Portuguese Christmas and left the gifts on the tree, it was baby Jesus who delivered them. Well, it was in my day. When they went to bed, the children left the shoe in the chimney and in the morning when they woke up, they went to see what surprise it had left them, if they had behaved well during the year, of course. I remember, I lived in a flat in Lisbon, so um, when we didn't have a chimney or you know, a fireplace, so I remember my parents leaving the gifts over the cooker, which was hilarious thinking back, but um, for me it was absolutely believable. <laughs> After New Year's Eve, the festivities end on a Three Kings Day, January the 6th. On the street and in monuments and churches, you can hear Janeiras, traditional songs that wish you a Happy New Year. Let's talk about some villages and traditions in more detail, all around the central region of Portugal. First, let's talk about Pinamacor, Vila Madeiro, the largest Christmas tree in Portugal. It is in Pinamacor that the largest Christmas tree in Portugal is lit. Madeiro consists of a large bonfire that is made in a churchyard where the population gathers after the midnight mass. More than a big party, it is a local tradition that encourages meetings between several generations of locals. The various activities from filing the trees available in the churchyard to socializing in the countryside to the endless procession of tractors that transport the gigantic trunks to the feast of the Immaculate Conception culminating in the lightning of, Madeira, of the Madeira. In addition, there is a warm welcome given by the population who open their doors of their own homes to family and friends and they're always you can also find craft sales where you can find souvenirs of the Madeira festival to take away with you. In December, Penamacor is Vila do Madeira. Only to note that 
Many other villages do have this tradition as well of lighting this bonfire in a churchyard and then gather after the midnight mass. But in this particular village, it's very large, so I think that's why it kind of stands out. Number two, we can talk about Sabugal, Sabugal nativity scene. It's the largest natural nativity scene of Portugal. Nativity scene is built using materials collected in nature, such as chestnut trees, ivy and mosses. This recreation includes several biblical scenes related to the nativity, on a scale in which visitors feel like an integral part of it. Next to Sabugal nativity scene, you can find a Christmas market with an exhibition of sale of crafts and local products, activities and lots of entertainment. There are countless activities for the whole family. This is a time for reunions of people who sometimes spend a long time without seeing each other. Either people that move to the city and other countries, they all return for this night. Number three, we can talk about Saya. Aldeia da Cabeça in Saya, the most ecological in the country. Visiting a genuine festival built by the hands of genuine people is the invitation of the inhabitants of the Aldeia da Cabeça around Christmas time. There are no more than a hundred people living there, but with enormous Christmas spirit, they transform this season into a giant party. Inspired by the values of Christmas, this festive season can be experienced in a simple and authentic way. The decorations are designed by hand, exclusively by the residents, with materials taken directly from nature. Do watch out for pictures on my social media for this. The lights used are LED since 12, 2011. Aldeia de Cabeça de Natal has been the first village to implement truly sustainable measures. The inhabitants are proud to open the doors of their homes to visitors, transforming the village into streets into a true Christmas market. Therefore, if you want to avoid the obvious when exchanging gifts in this mountain village, you will find ecologic and original solutions. Also, do please taste local delicacies and listen to traditional music groups and children's choirs. Put a visit to this village on your agenda right now. The Christmas spirit lives on here. In Obidush, you can find the Obidush Villa Natal, which became a tradition. From November 30th to December 31st, the magnificent walls of the medieval town of Obidush hide an enchanted world. It is Obidush Villa Natal that returns every year with lots of joy, entertainment, shows, games and something new, the big Christmas tree. There will also be a fun ice ramp, a train, carousel and many more things. May I just add Obidush is stunning all year round. There are many events taking place within the walls of the castle and because it just do feel that you go back in time in that, in that town, it's, it's beautiful. They also have the Festival of Chocolate every year there, which um, I thoroughly recommend. Moving on to Panela. The Panela Nativity scene is one of the biggest Christmas events in the central region of Portugal. Every year, it attracts thousands of people to the top of the hill, decorated with white houses, topped by its 11th century medieval castle. The traditional Portuguese nativity scene is the main attraction. Includes characters, biblical episodes and historical locations with more than 370 figures. 
Here, many exciting moments are expected. Plays, juggling, illusionism, magic, and a trip on the Christmas train. Street music, Christmas illuminations, and municipal activities will also predominate in Panella. Moving on to the Alentejo region. There are no shortages of bread in homes at the beginning of December. Wheat seeds are planted in small pots with cotton soaked in water. According to custom, the plants germinate and are placed next to the nativity scene until King's Day, when they must be transplanted into the ground. Nativity scenes, in fact, gain a prominent place at this time of year. By the way, nativity scene, we call it presepio in Portuguese. One of the best known in the country is the one in the city of Stremos, made with clay dolls in their own style and bright colours. The village of Montserrat also receives 46 life-size figures. Spread across the stone streets, they are made of iron and ceramics. In Beja, for example, the living nativity scene tells the entire story of Jesus' birth in verse. The performance, known as the Christmas Auto, takes place several times until Three Kings Day. In Elvis, the theatre is replaced by the Christmas carols, which are accompanied by the sound of the honka, the traditional musical instrument similar to the cuica, made with clay pot and a mouthpiece, covered with goat or sheep skin, in a, and then pierced by a stick. And we mention again the Christmas bonfire, Umadeiro. At the beginning of December, Alentejo residents begin collecting pieces of wood which they gathered in the main squares of the region's villages and towns. On Christmas Eve, they are used in a huge bonfire which, according to the belief, illuminates the birth of Jesus and warms the winter night. The flames can reach the height of churches and while they are lit, residents drink wine and remember good times. So in a whole, in Portugal, we celebrate Christmas, or the major event around Christmas is the night of the 24th, as you probably realized by now, as opposed to the 25th. The 25th um, is also a gathering, but the most important time is the eve of the 24th, where everyone gathers for a meal. And all around during the Consuada, uh, so on the 24th in the evening, that meal, we're not allowed to eat, well, the Christians and the Catholics are not allowed to eat meat. So therefore the bacalhau, which is obviously very popular in Portugal any time of the year. Um, but after midnight, you can. So after midnight, if everyone after the midnight mass is a bit peckish, they come back and they can have ham or whatever meat they want. Um to carry on the night. I am myself heading to Portugal on the 21st, so this week. Um, very looking forward to that. I'm going to stay in Stramos. I am from Lisbon, but I am staying in Stramos and Evora for a couple of weeks, mainly because I'm looking for a property around there so that I can go and move to Portugal as soon as possible. We'll see when. 
so it would be quite interesting because I have never spent Christmas or New Year anywhere else other than Lisbon, obviously, of course, traveling abroad as well, but uh, in Portugal, I've never spent anywhere else other than Lisbon, so uh, it will be really interesting to see how how Stramos and Evora spend their Christmas season. So um, I'll keep updated on that on my social media, potentially a couple of videos showing how the cities and villages are decorated. I'm very much looking forward to that and to share, of course. Your comments, questions and feedback are always welcome. Catch you on the next episode. And at the breath.